episode 17, but my neighbors, my competition. All right, my friend, we are back at it for another episode of the Farmer on Fire podcast with your host, Andy Schreck. And today we're on episode 17, but my neighbors, my competition. So this is one of the biggest things I hear over and over and over again is this idea and this concept farmers are stuck in, which is my neighbors, my competition. And it triggers the hell out of me, right? This triggers me because it means that we're stuck in scarcity, Right? If I identify and look at my neighbor as competition, that already means that I'm not looking at my operation or, or identifying that I'm capable as a producer. Right, Because the, the, the very first moment we compare ourselves, we're already going outside to an external place to validate what it is we are doing or to get, get some sort of validation. Right Now, how many of you are stuck in this? Right? How many of you are making decisions based off of what your neighbor's doing versus looking at your own game plan and focusing on what it is you need to be doing? How many pieces of equipment, how many new tractors, how many new pickups have you bought because your neighbor has done the exact same thing? Right, And what does this do to your joy? What does this do to like your production as a farmer? And I can promise you that if your eyes are directly related and directly constantly, constantly directed towards your neighbor, that means that you aren't focused on your own operation, right? And I get it. I was stuck in this exact same thing. I bought cattle. I bought, you know, tractors just to really, at the end of the day, the truth was to just impress my neighbor, because there was this void, there was this emptiness I felt inside. I didn't feel good enough as an operator. So I thought, hey, if I go out and buy a tractor, that's going to get the neighbors talking and I'm going to look pretty good. Right. And this, this idea, this, this philosophy is such bullshit. Right. You step back and you take a look at it and you really start to question, you know, what the, the motive behind it, this true motive behind it which is scarcity. And so I want you to consider, my friend, is is what are you exactly scared about or what is it for you that, that, that has this idea that you've got to go out and impress your neighbor but also make decisions based on what the neighbor's doing? And what is the cost? Right, what, what's the cost? I have members come in that want to make buying decisions and want to grow the operation, which is great, but we dig down and ask the real question on why they want to do it. And it's because everybody around them is growing and they don't feel like they are growing themselves. And I want you to consider is what exactly is it that do you want at the end of the day? Do you want your time, your energy, and your money back? Or do you want to have this, this pride and chip on your shoulder that you've got the most acres in the county? Because my friend, you may be a smaller operation where you only have four, five, six hundred acres, 
but I can promise you by looking at your cash flow and looking at your numbers, there's a good chance that you are more profitable than those guys that are farming three, four, five thousand acres. Because guess what happens when the, those prices drop and when things, you know, we have a bad weather spell, they're just, they're leveraging more risk, right? And if they're not protected correctly and don't have the business set up to where they, they know exactly where their numbers are at, there's just bigger losses. And think about the time and the energy it takes to produce and to operate one of those operations versus somebody who's comfortable farming six, 700 acres, equipment's all paid off for, you know, they don't have the nicest equipment, but at the end of the day, they're happy. And so this is for you just to consider and to have you look on where things are going for your operation and where you can, you know, change that mindset and just start to operate differently than, than the way you were before. And, and just to, to consider the possibilities. Just consider the possibilities of what it would look like if you change the mindset to look exact, just to look in your operation and what your goals are. Go, going through and just setting, you know, just having the awareness around what you are, what you are doing. Because you may not even know. If you were just like me, my main motive was just to keep up with everybody else. Like that's the truth for most farmers. The truth is, is we're just trying to keep up. Very few farmers actually take the time to identify their own values, identify what they are operating for and the reason for it. And those who do, there's a few key things that they do differently. Number one is they know their numbers. They absolutely know their cash flow. They know where they're at. They have a good relationship with the banker. They've got their business set up correctly. Number two is they don't look outside of themselves in their operation. They focus on what they are doing, right? They may have two or three successful cash flowing businesses and they could give a crap whether the neighbors like it or not. They know exactly what they are doing and they have the mindset and that, that, same, that same idea as a business owner to be successful, Right. And number three is they're organized. They're not, they're, they have their day set up. They have their team organized. They're not just going to the coffee shop in the morning and talking about things. They're actually going on executing. They're not talking about anybody else. And you see, this is the key characteristics for the successful farmers, but yet everybody wants to complain about their own operation when things aren't going well. Yet when you ask them, hey, what are you doing? Are you starting a new business? Are you doing anything different? The answer is always no. And I get it because I was the exact same way. I wanted things to just work out. We want things to just, you know, we just want market prices to go up and have good prices year after year. So we don't have to struggle. So we don't have to, you know, we don't, so we don't have to, uh, you know, feel any pain. My friend, that pain is exactly what's needed for you to grow. It's needed for you to get off your ass and to go produce. And those who have that mindset and have that character are the ones who are going to be successful and who are successful inside of farming and ranching today. Simply put. Like, I don't have time anymore for those who just sit around who want to complain and bitch and moan. But yet, at the end of the day, the results exactly show exactly what their mindset is and how they operate. So if you're coming here and you're listening to this and you get triggered by it, good, I'm glad. Because it's time for you, my friend, to get off the throne of victimhood and get into a land of production. Get into a land of possibility. 
Go and make some phone calls, start a business, start a seed dealership, whatever that looks like for you. There's going to be something there for you to do. Back in the, the, uh, winter of 2020, um, 2020 for me, when after five years of consecutive bad prices, you know, I was starting to lose money. I knew exactly things had to change. I just didn't know what to do. Right. I was afraid of going out and doing things differently. Why? Because I had an operation that was set up with my dad and uh, using equipment and there just wasn't that clear communication. Also, I didn't have the courage to go out and build and do something completely different. Now that cost me the operation and cost, you know, just a lot of time and, and pain and, and just, just, uh, you know, this feeling of stagnation, which in the end was a blessing because it brought me here in front of you today. But it also showed me that there's going to be things that are going to happen inside our operations. But are we willing to make the adjustment? Are we willing to change? Are you willing to change? You see, there's always something we can do different in our operations. There's always something. There's always a business. There's always one thing you can do. The answer is, will you do it? The question is, are you willing to do it? And are you willing to go through that period of going through the fire, walking in the pit, you know, experiencing failures and just ultimately getting knocked back down? But will you get back up? Will you get back up? And those who are willing to get back up, those are the ones who are going to be successful long term. And those are the ones who are whose families, whose, whose legacy are going to be benefited because they had the courage to walk through the fire and continue to take the hits and just focus on themselves. They could give a shit less what their neighbor's doing. And this was a place I ultimately had to get to, which was very, very difficult because you build relationships with your neighbors, right? That's your source of connection, right? You have friends with these people, but does that friendship, it doesn't mean you have to walk away from them and never talk to them again. But it means that instead of just bullshitting all day long, having that conversation and going on with your day and doing something that's productive, are they helping you get to where you want to go? Because if they're talking crap about you, it's going to ruin your energy and you're going to have to distance yourself from those kind of conversations. And I had to go through that exact same process, which was, again, not easy, but was the one thing I needed to push me further into this, this land of possibility. So as we wrap up today's episode, my friend, I want you to consider and have a look inside your operation. Where are you stuck? What is the one thing you can do today? One phone call, one person you know, hey, I've been thinking about starting a seed dealership. I just I just need to give them a call just to have that conversation. Or there's a feed yard, you know, or there's a possibility for, uh, let's say you got some lots in your, your farm place. And you know there's one cattle guy that you know, man, if I just make one phone call and see if he'd be willing to feed his cattle here, that would bring you an extra 50, 60, you know, 70 grand. Or a custom job. Let's say you run a custom business or wanting to start a custom business. And there's one guy you know a couple hundred miles away who's got that same kind of business. And that one phone call would give you some insight on what he's doing and help you get kickstarted today. Like just that that frame, my friend, is going to be worth hundreds, if not millions of dollars 
5, 10, 20 years down the road by one single decision. But the question is, my friend, do you have the courage? And are you willing to walk this path? So my friend, this wraps up today's episode. We will talk to you guys on the next one. Visit our website at www.farmeronfire.org where you see our page and what we got going on there in our community and ultimately the program and the details for those who are in this community. So my friend, this wraps up today's episode. We'll talk to you guys on the next one.